Hi, everyone. Welcome to Movies with My Mother. I am Lexi. And I'm Mom Lori. And today, we celebrated our 50th movie. Now, we know this is episode number 49. There is that lost episode where I got food poisoning. We're not going to talk about it. Nope. We might even not revisit that movie at all. Uh, Right. (laughs) It was a good one, I think. It was a great movie. It was Identity. Ah, yes. It was great. I thought it was good. And uh, so, in true 50th episode style, to celebrate, we watched... Is this the, like, the number one This is like movie? This is one of them. Okay. This is what a cult classic movie is all about. All right, wait a minute. Let me see this. And we watched Plan 9 from Outer Space. Holy cow. What are you seeing? Um, no, uh, yeah. Well, the first, the first one was a movie called Freaks from 1932. Oh, Todd Browning. Okay, yeah, that was that ruined the, his career. Did it really? He did. He did Dracula, and then he did Freaks, and then didn't do anything else. Oh my god! Because that ruined his career. Back then, it was hard to be a cult movie because of the amount of turnover. When they made films for movie theaters, like we have TV shows. Okay. Uh, every week you had a different movie or five. Okay. People people went to the movies like we watch TV. Sure. So it was pretty hard to have a cult movie back in the 30s. And it wasn't until the 60s that midnight movies became a thing. They, um, because it was around that time that midnight movies started to play on TV. Okay. When I was a kid, back in the 50s and 60s, television stopped at midnight. It went off the air. There was no TV from eight o'clock or midnight night until five o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, so there was no TV during the night. So you, a midnight movie would have been shown then. Um, and then later, as TV became more on it became the midnight movie thing was during the during the time that most people were sleeping and that's where most of the cult classics developed that's what i spent most of my childhood sneaking downstairs to watch midnight movies okay and in the 70s the extended stay movies became popular those are movies as long as the ticket sales held out they'd keep the movie there Rocky Horror, you know that. Okay. And there were several others that that people went, dressed up, and acted out just like that. That was during the 70s. Okay. And now cult classics are a part of our tradition. Sure. Um, So here we are. Awesome. That's the start of cult classics. That's really cool. Freaks is a really good movie. And I can understand at the time because... All of the actors in the, well, most of the actors in the movie were circus sideshow actors. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. There were um, pinheads and little people and people with all sorts of physical deformities. Okay. Yeah. And that show was a box office bomb. Uh Uh-huh. It ruined his career. Yep. And the critics all had despised it it said despised it i think that's because they showed the sideshow 
actors in a sympathetic light. Oh, okay. You you kind of felt bad that they were they lived the way they did. You felt bad that this woman, the 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 bad the main bad guy in the movie is a woman comes in to their space and just like takes over. Oh, okay. He, this woman is a gold digger. She marries uh, a little person to get his fortune and she's okay. going to try and kill him off oh. afterwards. Okay. And um, it, it does not end well for her because the, the sideshow uh, actors took care of themselves. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, but yeah. That's Todd Browning high. was riding high off of Dracula with Bella Lugosi. Yeah, that that put him on the map, and then he did Freaks and he dropped. Oh dear! Instantly. Well, that was back at a time when people could choose the movie. You know, there there were. Oh, I don't like that director. I'm not going to see that. Right. Period. Period. End of story. End of movie. Right. So, yeah. And that brings us right up here to Plan 9 from Outer Space. Plan 9 came out, well, there's several different release dates. Uh, I wrote down 1957. I think Mom wrote down 1959. I I have 57. Okay. Um, It's not rated. The cut we watched was 106 minutes long. Um, I wrote down that the time was 79 minutes. Mom wrote down 80. Yep. So I don't know where this extra 20 minutes came from, but it was excruciating. It was. It was horrible. <laughs> OMG. This is a long goddamn movie. Wow, yes. Even at 80 minutes, it still would have been real long. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it was written, produced, and directed by Ed Wood Jr. Yep, what a guy. Yeah. It got 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. 56 on Metascore. Mm-hmm. And 3.9 out of 10 on IMDb, which I think is the lowest rating from IMDb that we have ever seen. I'm pretty sure that is correct. We've watched some awful movies, but this was was the topper. This was decidedly awful. Wow. Wow. And, And especially because I read in there that so much of it was stock footage. Right. It was just. A movie pieced together. Yeah. The Bella Lugosi scenes, you can tell where Bella is and where the actor stand in for Bella was. Who was the a chiropractor of his buddy. And I know I have that written down. We may have to revisit that. Okay. Because that was shot in 1951 for an unknown project. Project that just had footage and no direction. Right. It, it was a bunch of footage. It, that was at the end of um, Bella Lugosi's life. Yeah. And Ed was doing his, he was trying to help him. Yeah. And he was just doing footage to put together a movie, I think, is, is what was in his mind. Right. I don't know that um, this was the movie that was, you know, going to be the end. But this that was what he was doing. He was he was trying to help uh, Lugosi, and Lugosi's son thought that um, he was just taking advantage of him, you know, a, a sick old man, you know. But he knew that he could make he, 
Lugosi's son knew that somebody could make money on his father's name, and and that was kind of a sad, sad part of it. Well, it is Hollywood, and right. if you don't get used, how can you say you're even in Hollywood? Right. I, you know, and I think um, throughout the movie, many of those actors were like that, that they, you know, it was move it or lose it. Right. If you if people don't see me, I don't make money, and they don't remember me. Right. That's kind of a sad way to go, you know? I guess that's fame in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. Leaking. Okay, okay so you do your thing. Do your... Uh, your plot and everything. I, I've talked over you from the very beginning. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. This is, it's an interesting movie. This this movie has a lot of talking points. So Get feel free to jump in. Um, the movie only had an estimated budget of $60,000. I did not get any gross uh, intake. I saw nothing. Uh, dollars. So who the hell knows how much money it actually made. Right. Um. It, since it's on like all these classic horror apps, I'm assuming it's public domain at this point. So probably, you know, nobody's making money off of it. Um, the plot is that aliens attack Earth and set their ninth plan into action. As the aliens resurrect the dead, the lives of the living are in danger. Well, I mean, that's kind of a little broad but but that was the the whole uh in a nutshell yep uh the cast was gregory walcott tom keen mona mckinnon Cor johnson vampira lyle talbot bella lugosi and criswell those were the names that i recognized there were so many names listed in his top right. build that i i just didn't write down and a lot of them were just people that i knew that were hanging around the day I was there. You know, how did the guy from the Baptist church get involved? Ooh. You know, that that's the stuff I want. He was the president of the Baptist convention in California or Los Angeles. Yeah. How, how did a guy like that get to be hanging around with an alcoholic crossdresser I don't get it. I don't know. I really don't know. Ed Wood is is such a an interesting character. He's a a, a living character. Yes, he absolutely is. I mean, he he started out in a normal family and a normal life. His dad worked for the postal service. I mean, just ordinary type guy. When did it? When did it? Well. It went south when his mother started dressing him as a girl. Oh. Because okay. she wanted a girl. She didn't want a boy. She wanted a girl. Oh, okay. And she dressed him so up. So she's a psychopath. There's nothing <laughs> ordinary about that. She's a psychopath. Well, I, I think back in, in, when was that? In, you, you do that when they're infants, not when they can walk and talk. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's true. That's true, but I think back then, well, and really, I mean, I have pictures of my dad from the 30s, and he had a little dress on, but it wasn't a dress. No, it was it, probably... It was like a shift, uh, 
Yeah. Because that's what the little, every little kid wore. A jumper, I guess they would call it. You know, a sleeveless thing that went down to your knees. Yeah. So, I mean, we had a baby shower for a girl at work recently, and I I went in with a friend to get the gift we we went in together and, uh-huh. and bought this gift and she said make sure whatever because the 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 baby shower was gender neutral because they didn't know okay what they were having that's cool and um the girl i went in with had two boys and she said listen find whatever you find make sure it has the little dresses She's like, because the, it's so convenient. She's like, it doesn't matter if you have a boy or a girl. Get those little cotton dresses. Yeah. And diaper change in the middle of the night is a breeze. Right. And I was just like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. Because you don't got to fight to get their little feet out of the leg holes. and Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Been there, done that. <laughs> so, you know, that's still a thing. Those little, those little shifts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but like you said, he continued on. Yeah, it, it becomes a weird thing when you're when you're eight and you're dressed up in your mom's clothes. That's weird. Well, yeah. That's not that's not normal. And that that creates weird <laughs> weird places in people's brains. Yeah. 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 So, well, you know. Okay, so his mom was a psychopath. Yeah. That sucks. He got his first movie camera in 1936 when he was 12. Okay. And he his first movie was um, pictures of the Hindenburg going over the Hudson River. Oh, okay. Shortly before it blew up. Okay. So, I mean, he was on it from right from the beginning. Yeah. So, I think that's. How how cool would that be to see that Hindenburg and get that that little camera out and take pictures of it going by me, right? Only to know that just some time later it would be it's gonna blow up. Yeah, it would be a disaster. Yeah, that was on you know on the radio. It was on the radio. Everybody heard it. Yeah, it was crazy. I read that um, his movies look, you know, they look crazy because they're crazy. Yeah. Um, but they have that look because his ideas were so big and his budget was so small. Mm-hmm. And to to kind of fit all of the, the big ideas into that little tiny budget box, you have to, you have to respect the hustle. Right. Right. What... What I got out of what I have read um, is this is a guy way ahead of his time. Oh, uh-huh. He he was not uh, a movie director for that time. He should be a movie director now. Okay. With the unbelievable ideas that he has and the the willingness to step out of the box mm-hmm. and just do do something, you know. Would he get a chance to do that today? You know, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this movie became part of the cult classic business um, when the book, the Golden Turkey Awards, came out. Okay, 
and it was named the worst ever film and the worst ever director. Okay. And people said it was so bad, it was good. One of those things. Well, I've seen, like, other Ed Wood movies. Uh-huh. I, we have an Ed Wood box set around here somewhere. Oh, my goodness. Um, Like, uh, The Girl on Lover's Lane and Glenn or Glenda. They're not good movies. They're- Was that during his sexploitation time? No. Okay, that was before that? Yeah. Okay. He had a sexploitation time? Well, well, when, you know, in his later life, when he wasn't making movies for regular, I remember hearing that Glenn and Glenda thing. Okay. That moot name and stuff I read. Uh, he turned to sexploitation and he wrote pornography. Oh. I hey. mean, that's what sold. Yeah. Make your money. Yeah, you needed he needed money to live, and there is always going to be somebody that wants to watch it. Absolutely, that wants to consume any variety of pornography. Absolutely. So that that Glenn and Glenda was not part of that. I don't remember. Okay. All right, but this was a time. Um, this was a time of the Atomic Age was up upon them, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of fear. Yeah. You know, the, there was uh, a bomb that had, everybody knew about the bomb. Right. And they, so they were afraid of stuff like that. Well, and that's a little heavy handed in this mood. Did you, did you catch that? The the aliens are like, you, <laughs> your men are violent and, and stupid. And yes, you, you are resort to war before you resort to thinking and. Yes. That was really heavy-handed in this movie, that message. A- absolutely. Absolutely. I I was a little surprised when I saw that. Especially I, for that time. Right. Can you say stuff like that and people still accept you? You know? Right. I, that, that was weird. But that was part of, um, you know, and the space race was going to be beginning. And, right. And had the Cold War started? Well, that would have been 40. Uh, you know what? The Cold War probably would have been in its infancy right then. Because don't you think of that as the 60s? Let, let me, let me. More John it. Kennedy. More, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of what I think of in the Cold War. That was the 60s. But, I mean, this was right there at the, at the, the doorstep. Sure. Oh, but the space race was was always a thing right here's here's i got facts about the cold war when did it start i'm on come on computer well we'll have to talk about other stuff while it's thinking okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm not hooked up to a uh, lexus's wi-fi so so we can we can get that changed i know i mean you know why? Why would I want to do something like that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it lasted nearly fifty years. Okay. Um, uh, it's when it ends. Well, when? What did they say was the end? The Berlin Wall. Yes. That's nineteen eighty nine. Yes. So nineteen forty 
nearly 50 years that the end of the 40s the beginning of the 50s that would yeah okay so we were in the cold war at this point oh yeah yes we were you're right you and your math skills but yes i only know about the berlin <laughs> wall being in 1989 because it it the anniversary just came up oh right i did see that on the news and we we had to talk about it in our morning news brief oh okay all right <laughs> at work my morning news brief so what what was the consensus was that a good thing or a bad thing well we really just joked about how dave you know david hasselhoff was there singing oh <laughs> he was big over there in in germany though right <laughs> big that big i mean that's really what it turned into was, was a joke be- about hasselhoff he was beatles big back there oh yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. Had would wanted to do an epic movie he with this. Claimed that this film was his uh, pride and joy. Yes. Yes. He did. He thought that this was the best of the best that he had ever done. And you know, is that a bad thing to? think your work is good i mean in that day i would think that this would be kind of a scary movie and i think you know taking myself out of you know now with all of the big blockbuster effects and cgi correct and, and all of that and going back to almost basics this was the beginning of the movies. That would have been a cool movie, even though you could see the the spaceship on strings, and you know it was very obviously you know paper plates and stuff. And it it wasn't a paper plate. It was not. What was it? We'll get to that. Do you want me to tell you that now? Yeah. What was it? It was um a, the flying saucer was a plastic model kit from 1952. Paul Lindbergh's model kit line. I did read that. It was that. kit number 517, and I have photos of it that we can put on. Um, okay. That we can put on our. Our Facebook? Our Facebook page. Oh, cool. Okay. He, um, the, the Lindbergh line had a number of spaceships. So we can, um, those on there that, that. And this one, which it talks about, it comes with an authentic alien. Oh. It comes with an authentic little green man. Oh, how fun. But um, they did not, they threw the, the, the little green man away and they painted the entire spaceship silver. Okay. So it was not, contrary to belief, it was not paper plates put together. It was a. Little plastic model. Listen, paper plates are fine. I think so. I thought our our paper plate spaceship was pretty damn cool. Yeah. Is Luli still playing with it? It, She left it. No, she left it. Okay. (laughs) But yes, it was not. But uh, yeah, the alien was not moved. Okay. The alien that the kit came with was not used. Okay. And all of the shooting stuff that we saw was... Stock, Stock footage. footage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, footage of the Pentagon and everything. Yes. Yes. But there, you know, this was a time when people were serious about this stuff. And they were serious about their government conspiracies and alien invasion. They they were really serious about it. It wasn't. Well, 
the U.S. government has always been real, you know, closed book on on matters that people actually care about. Right. You know, so that's that's why conspiracy theories persist. Correct. That's why they exist. Correct. In the first place, because our government doesn't share what they know with us. Right. Which, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Do we need to know everything? Um, I think we need to right. know more than we do, but I don't think we need to know everything. But on the other hand, will people learn what they need to know? No, I anyway? think I think we're all no. way too stupid. And as far as flying saucers, are they real? Are they not? Uh, they have. Who knows? I say yes. They there's, there's put out that aliens do, or you know, that spaceship or unidentified objects do exist. Unidentified objects do exist yes. yes it's true i mean many 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 people have seen something that they didn't know what it was and as far as that goes we're just a tiny tiny speck in the universe what what's not to say that there's something else out there smarter than us there was a meme for, an austin powers meme that was just like oh they 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 blew past it. they they heard they heard about aliens and moved way past it we need to we need to drop something else and they're like reveal who killed tupac yeah that's what frau farbisna was yelling oh <laughs> <laughs> well didn't it happen yeah it happened this year didn't yeah. it we we breezed past aliens and went right for tupac's murder right right but hey, you know, you know me, I'm a big fan of ancient aliens and I love me a little Giorgio Suclos, but what explains it? Well, how, how do you how do you explain some of that stuff? Do you think the ancient alien theory is a little a little wonky because it's uh it definitely skews very white? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had never thought of it like that. The browner okay. you get, the more alien intervention there is. Okay. So you see where I'm going with but, that. But how do you explain those pyramids? Levers. And how do Levers you... and dollies. Simple machines. But they didn't even have metal tools. How could they have a simple machine? Soft rocks. Hard rocks. <laughs> I don't know. I have Bake to that sand into glass. I have to wonder about it. I I do like see. I have to wonder about it. I'm just saying that the white people aren't getting the alien intervention that the <laughs> that the brown population did. So let's <laughs> okay. Let's keep that in the back of our minds. All right. <laughs> A little wonky. Okay. But that that was a time when that was an interest, you know, a frightening interest to people. Yeah. Because they, what? What? They didn't know where things stood. Right. So, interesting. The, the fear of the unknown will drive anybody's Absolutely. psychosis. Absolutely. You know, I can get myself worked up trying to go to a new place. 100%. How do I get there? Where is it? How am I going to get there? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, on a, a global scale, that might be even more frightening. 100%. You know, and I don't think, I, I mean, 
you kids, you kids have war, have lived through war. You know, I think that even back when I was a kid and Vietnam was going on, I mean, there was so much unknown there, you know, and I think that that was kind of more frightening than stuff now. I mean, now we have reporters embedded with the troops. Right. I mean, we see everything. Right. Um, in a time, what's it called? In a certain time, in a timely fashion. Oh, you mean news now? Yeah, news now. The 24-hour news cycle? Right. Yeah, we can see what's what, what's happening right minute now. to minute. Right. Yeah. And back then, we didn't have that. No. You know, and back even further into the 50s, we didn't have that. And Korea. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Korea was then. Well, I, I was born after Korea, so right. that's why I can't really talk to that. You know, I remember Vietnam. Right. So, you know, and, and yes, there were newsmen there, but it wasn't a, we didn't have 24 hour news there. Yeah, but we didn't, ha and you didn't have the newsman standing next to the, the, a guy in a foxhole. Right. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, but it's all, it's all relative, I think. It's all relative for the time that it was happening. Sure. And I guess as bad as this movie was, it was, it was right on time. Okay. You know, it was what was happening then, what were what the real people were thinking about. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Would aliens waste their time resurrecting the dead? Right. To use as weapons. Right. And how could that happen? Right. I don't think that that would happen. But an army. Of, wait a minute! Didn't we just already see the army of the dead? That was army of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, same difference. Yeah, sure. But yeah, it was a uh, yeah strange happenings. Okay, I don't know. What else do we want to talk about? Oh, you want to talk about more about Edward himself? I can't hear you. You want to talk about more Edward himself? Uh, sure. Let's talk about Edward. Uh, his first job in cinema was at age seventeen. Uh, nope, it wasn't. His first job was an usher in cinema in the at the movie theater. At seventeen, he joined the Marines, and he was in for four years. Okay. And he claimed that he was more afraid of being wounded than he was getting killed. Because the medics would then find that he had a pink bra and panties on under his uniform. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, let's let's face it. You you got get up to a wounded guy and you pull open his shirt to check his pulse and everything, and he's got a pink bra. <laughs> Maybe that's where Klinger came from. Maybe. Huh. Well, Slinger did that to get sent home. Yeah. Okay. That is true. That he, is true. He was real flagrant about it because he was just like, fuck it, send me home. <laughs> Hurt my feelings. <laughs> I know. Um, He moved to Hollywood in 1947. Okay. And he wrote um, lots of scripts and he directed TVs and westerns. 
He did and did over 150 commercials. Holy cats. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, 1948 was his first movie. I have turned the page. Hold on. My fingers aren't working. Um, he he seemed to be a, a very colorful man. Okay. Lots of, he had lots of pen names. Sure. Uh, here, here's the stuff I wrote about Bella Lugosi. He, uh, Wood met Knight Lugosi in 1952 through a mutual friend. Okay. And, um, yes, his son felt that his father was being taken advantage of, but on the other hand, Wood felt that he was helping him through some tough years. He had divorced his wife, and he was addicted to uh, morphine and alcohol. Yes. And he was just, sounded like he was a real wreck. Just kind of a mess. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, here, here's a guy who was, um, had been famous for years, and, and now he, not so much. Right. You know, that's got to be a tough place to be. You know, I, I would think for, you know, some of these um, actors that even now I see uh, people on TV that I remember seeing on TV in the 70s. And I'm thinking, what are they doing? You know, and it was it was kind of weird. So, yeah. So, yeah, he would Wood was helping. He he called himself helping him. Okay. And trying to make a movie for him. Sure. But it didn't work out. Well, I, I guess it I wor- it worked out okay. But Lugos- Lugosi died of a, it said heart, a heart attack. But I think a lot of heart attacks happened back then. <laughs> because, um. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Edward Jr. also died of a heart attack, but it, uh, I bet it was something different. Okay. He, he was quite an alcoholic. He and his second wife, um, spent, they, it seemed like they spent all their money on drink. They were evicted often. Oh dear. And their friends, um, were, were trying to help them, but, uh, they, they were, violent to each other you know oh, any yeah. any day that pick up and one would beat the shit out of the other and then the other would beat the shit out of the other. i mean it sounded like a pretty yeah pretty horrible relationship um criswell always said that um he thought that they were going to kill each other they would oh. e- that they would eventually kill each other well he was wrong most of his predictions were wrong <laughs> Yes, they were. Uh, after a 1978 eviction, everything kind of went to hell in a handbag then. Um, they were evicted from their apartment, and literally everything they owned was thrown in the trash. Ugh. All of his scripts, all of his memorabilia. He had, as a kid, he had gone to the theaters every week and got the posters out of the trash and saved them. He had saved um, thousands of movie posters. Oh, no. That could probably taken care of all his problems. I have to wonder if if that would have, if he had been uh, a 
thinking mind that would have that have helped him. Yeah. You know, but literally everything they owned was thrown away. Even his typewriter that he he used to write on was was pitched into the, the garbage and and it wasn't long after that that uh he died of a heart attack December tenth, nineteen seventy eight. Oh dear. A heart attack. He he called from another room he wanted a drink and said he couldn't breathe. And you know, half hour, forty five minutes later somebody went in and saw, Oh, he's dead. <laughs> you know, that was kind of a you know, he called to his wife that he couldn't breathe. He he needed some help or something. And she said, Oh, let him be, he's just carrying on. And then when somebody went in later, he was really dead. Well, you know, sometimes you cry wolf. Right. Exactly. And and if they had such a fractious, fractious relationship like that, if their relationship was strictly physical relationship, you know, who knows? I mean, yeah, she probably didn't think anything of it. Right. So, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And in 1982, there was a, a tribute to him. And that's kind of where I stopped. That's when Fluffy, I was worried about Fluffy. Did I say Fluffy? You did. When I was worried about Reginald Manchego, I kind of quit. <laughs> but that was what led to um, uh, that Ed Wood movie. With Tim Burton and John Tim Burton. Tim Burton, yes. Yeah. That that's where that was leading to what I was reading. Oh, okay. And, and I, then I don't have anything more about it. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um. Then the then I have now I have some like just like trivia. I've got what, what I've you got, got some trivia too. Okay, what you got? We talked about it being funded by the Baptist Church and how the Baptist Church was involved. Yeah. Uh, several of the cast members let themselves be baptized. Yes. As I guess a goodwill gesture. Correct to to improve their relationship. Yep. Uh, Bella Lugosi supplied his own costume, one of the capes he wore uh, when he was in Dracula on the stage. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't read that. That's cool. I read that uh, Vampira was paid $200 for her appearance. Did, and did you check to see what that would be now? No. I got that. Let me let me turn the pages a couple of times here. It said that she uh, asked to be mute because she didn't like the dialogue that was written for her. Right. Right. <laughs> and and it was that Paul Marco. Okay. The the cop, the cop that kept getting beat down oh, and unloaded okay. is that he was a buddy of of um Edward Juniors. Okay. He he's the one that paid her the $200 and in today's money that would be $2300. My god. Yeah. Can you imagine? But I you know this guy it was his livelihood too. I mean this movie was going to be his livelihood. Right. So come on, sister, do this for me. Here's two hundred bucks. Um, speaking more about Vampira, she credits silent film star Theta Barra yeah. as her main influence for the role. Yeah, she's and a, I can definitely see that. She was a beautiful woman. Yeah. And also she would get into costume at home 
and take the bus to the studio. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's weird. Could you imagine seeing Vampire on the bus? No. <laughs> just, yeah. Just a normal day, sunny California. Do to do Vampira. Hey, Vampira just got on the bus. I'd be texting somebody. Vampire just got no. You don't text anybody then. <laughs> Vampire got on the bus. <laughs> but was she famous then? Oh yeah. Okay. But then again, back then. Were people really enthralled by famous people like we are today? Probably not. Yeah. Probably, and especially a, like a B-movie character like her. Yeah. You know. She's just everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here's the chiropractor. Remember the uh, Bella Lugosi's stand-in man? Uh-huh. Chiropractor Tom Mason. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, Gregory Walcott, who played um, Jim Trent, yes. the airplane pilot, uh, said he signed on to this reluctantly, uh, telling Ed Wood that it was the worst script he had ever read. And he, he worried about finding work after this because he was just like, this is going to ruin me. This is that's that's exactly what he thought. But he did go on to have a pretty. Yes. A big career after this. Yes. He's one of the only people to do so. Well, um, not so. I mean, the guy we saw, um, that we recognized, he had a movie career and, uh. The major? Yeah. No. The general. Yeah, whatever. The military guy. Isn't that terrible? I can't even think of his name. Oh my! We even talked about it. I know. Why is it in either of our brains? Lyle Talbot. Oh, I should have remembered that. Lyle Talbot. Okay, that was one of the names I wrote down. Yes. Okay. Joanna Lee, the female alien, disowned any involvement in the film in later years. Oh, you're kidding. No. I didn't read that. Why? It's a terrible movie. (laughs) And I don't think an alien, it looks like a person. No. So she should. Yeah. Yeah. Production was able to get cars and uniforms through Tor Johnson's son, Carl, who was an officer in the San Fernando Police Department. Oh, my gosh. I didn't read that either. How cool. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the scar on his face moving, and that was because it caused uh, severe skin irritation. The what? The chemicals the that glue. it was made of yeah. is what caused it. And if it stayed in one spot too long, it could cause a burn. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We, we noticed this in the movie, the tombstones in the cemetery just flapped around anytime a light breeze hit them. They were made that's because they were made of cardboard and styrofoam. Yep. <laughs> uh the cemetery used for filming is the Pioneer Memorial Cemetery in Silmar, California. It still exists, though many of the gravestones have been stolen and or vandalized. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah. 
That's because people are animals. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, for crying out loud, stealing from a dead person, that's that's pretty deep. That's pretty deep down sad. Yeah. This was interesting to me. This is just all, you know, how pop culture ties into pop culture. Um, in 1977, Glenn Danzig created an, his own independent label, his record label, to release Misfits albums on. Uh-huh. And it was originally called Blank Records, but it was later renamed Plan 9 Records. Oh, my gosh. And the Misfits, the early Misfits, the Danzig Misfits, had a song called Vampira. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, they, cool. They did a lot of songs that were like, um, they, they had the fly or return of the fly and um you know just just songs like that horror business that doesn't relate to anything but it just all their you know the the stuff and how that's where they found their niche in, in horror rock oh my gosh that's cool yeah well speaking of that gregory walcott's script his original script uh-huh is the wallpaper in the restroom at plan nine ale house Oh, cool. So, yeah, that that goes along with that, too. Yeah. Cool. This movie, I mean, I've seen it a thousand times. Uh-huh. And it's just one of those things that you see in the background of things because it probably is public domain and it, or the rights are very cheap to, to buy, to use. But, yeah, this is one of those movies that um, Rift Tracks, you know, the Mystery Science Guys, that now that they're not mystery science guys, they they do a thing called riff tracks. Oh, okay. They do a riff on Plan Nine from Outer Space. Oh, okay. They also do one on a uh, House on a Haunted Hill. All right. Um, but that's a Vincent Price movie. I didn't know that. I figured it was something movie movie related, but I don't know it. I know you know it. It's another one of those. Um public domains and i was thinking about next halloween we should do public domain horror oh okay okay that you know we'll watch like night of the living dead and like nosferatu yeah you know yeah the stuff that you can get on on a horror movie classics you know you know buy 50 discs for you know five dollars <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. You buy a CD, it has a million movies on it. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. We could do that. Yeah, we could definitely do that because there's a lot to choose from. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I read that Criswell rewrote all of his narration. Yes. Because he thought the stuff Ed Wood wrote was stupid. Okay. He's like, it's too boring. Yeah. You got to get rid of it. He certainly had a bend for that kind of thing. It, that was all um, the whole the way it was done was all taken from the Chrysler's Futurama. Okay, is it Chrysler? But yeah, the they made the movie. They made industrial movies. Advertisements is what they were. Sure, about their cars and things, and and it was Futurama was one of them. Huh. So yeah. That Chriswell is a pretty interesting guy. Sure, I uh, I think. Let me see what I have about him. Or page turning. The amazing Chriswell. Is that how it's pronounced? I think so. 
He was born in 1907, died in 1982. So many of these people died in the 80s and, and 70s and 90s. And I thought, man, that was like just like recently. No, it was 30 years ago. Then I 1982 thought, was 40 years ago. Then I thought that and I thought, oh, I'm really old. <laughs> I am really, really old. <laughs> Chris Wells is a, a psychic well known for his wildly inaccurate predictions. <laughs> he, he had a loud, powerful voice that so, sounded like he was very knowledgeable, like he knew what he was talking about. He loved sequins. He, he claimed that he slept in a coffin. Um, that's because he grew up in a in a mortuary. His oh. father was a an undertaker? Um, an undertaker. So, you know, coffins were nothing to him. Huh. Um, he started uh, really, actually how he started was what we would call today infomercials. Sure. He sold vitamins. Okay. And the psychic stuff, the psychic stuff was just like a little part of the show, a little, you know, you know. A little piece of flair. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh. yeah. So what did I say? I saw that um, the world was going to end in cannibalism in uh, August August eighteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, cannibalism. So, cannibalism. We're, I say? we're still here. I'm I'm fully intact. And I had well, I did have I did have an egg for breakfast. So but you know. we didn't have a human egg. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. We had a chicken egg. A chicken egg. You're because right. There, there's no food in this movie. We said, "What the fuck are we gonna do for a theme meal?" So we just had breakfast. Yeah, we just had a fabulous, fabulous breakfast. And I thought about getting it out onto our, you know, our prison trays, our 1950s, you know, TV <laughs> dinner trays. We didn't even take a picture of our plates today. Take a picture of mine. Oh, okay. I always take a picture of mine, then I just dove right in. I was hungry, apparently. I started eating and then said, oh, shit, I got to get a picture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, when like said, what should we eat? I thought, okay, let's go perfectly simple here. Let's fry an egg and make a biscuit. Yeah, because the, the only other idea I had was 1950s TV dinners. Oh, that that was the only other idea I had. But God damn it, have you had a TV dinner lately? They're terrible. Oh, I, I you know what? I haven't even wanted to try a TV dinner in 20 years. They're they, terrible. Because they're in a little cardboard curtain now. Yeah. And how good would that taste? Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I thought, you know, scramble a couple of eggs. And Lex went way out. She made some delicious sausage and some gravy and biscuits. I mean, we had a good breakfast. Oh, yeah. We had a really good breakfast. So, And Big Daddy's going to have a good snack when he gets home. He'll, he can make an egg sandwich. Egg and gravy and yeah. sausage. That'd be delicious. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there was no mood. None. They they had lots of drinking. They were drinking a lot. They were smoking the entire drinking time. Drinking and smoking. We could have done that. <laughs> I feel sick just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. And at the smell. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, due to its mixed use of stock footage, there is no technically correct 
aspect ratio in which this film can be shown. Oh, interesting. Yes, that's pretty cool. Is that why it's formatted now in TV? Probably. Okay. It started playing on TV in 1961 yeah. on something called Thrillerama. Yes, I saw, I read about that, yes. And uh, we talked about how this is technically the final film of Bela Lugosi, technically speaking. Yes. Uh, this is also the final film of actor Tom Keen. Uh-huh. He was the colonel. Right. The, guy, the military guy that got onto the spaceship. He was, he was pretty famous, too. I mean, he had a lot of credits. He was a singing cowboy, and he was in lots of westerns and, and stuff. Um, lots, lots of... But all of those movies that showed at the, the movie theaters... They just had tons of movies. They made tons of movies. Right. So. Well, the final bit of trivia I wrote down was that a remake is in development. No. How could you remake this movie? But I couldn't find, I couldn't find anything solid about that. I, I read nothing about that. How in the world could you remake this movie? And make it interesting? I don't know. Because this movie, that's the, the whole problem with this movie is that it's uninteresting. Correct. Correct. I mean, I mean, because we're so far out, we, re we know what um, public domain stuff is. And we know what stock footage is. And, right. And how can someone make a quote-unquote movie with just that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's just amazing. To, even the music that was used was public domain music. Really? And most of it wasn't even credited in the credits. Really? You know, so, so, how, how, what? A remake? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't just know. don't know. Yeah, because it, it really wasn't even until after Edward Jr.'s death that this movie became famous or okay. a success. Well, that makes sense. You know, so. But craziness. Just craziness. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Remaking this kind of movie? No. No, because people aren't afraid of the atomic bomb anymore. And then we're not afraid of. Of um, you know stuff like that anymore. We're not naive like those people were. Well, I think people still are afraid of aliens. I do too. Well, like I, I've already mentioned my favorite show, <laughs> and and my favorite host. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, I think. I think because of people are always going to be afraid of that unknown element of, you know, what exactly, who, what does an alien look like? Do they look like us? Do they look like little green men? Do they, are they green? Are they purple? Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You know, that, that's, you, I guess you are right. There is that. And what are they going to do to us when they meet us? Are they going to eat us? Are they going to take care of us? Yeah. Are they going to vivisect us? Well, because I tell you what, one thing I am afraid of vivisection. I don't know what that is. 
It's a uh, like dissection, but you're still alive. Oh, oh dear! I wouldn't like that. I don't think anybody would. That would not be fun. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I don't. I I think I think I don't know. You know, and SETI hasn't received any messages from outer space recently, so we don't have any tapes of of uh, conversations from oh, outer space. Okay. Did they get the record we sent them? We don't know yet. They haven't responded back. Oh, okay. Well, not at least SETI hasn't let us know that okay. they've responded back. But, you know, like Bunny Bunny said, you know, they haven't even responded to me. Well, they have the tapes because we heard them. The guy played them for us. Yeah. So why doesn't the the king of the aliens know what's going on? I don't know. I don't know either. But I, I think I need to go look up more about that Bunny guy. Sure. Bunny Breckenridge, was that Bun- the name? Yes, Bunny Breckenridge. He was pretty fancy, don't you think? Yeah. He had an awful lot of eye makeup on. He really did. But he he was very, very well-known um, drag queen back then. Okay. So, Oh, I took my glasses off. I was going to say they're on I your head. Re- no, they're not. <laughs> Just took them off of my head. <laughs> um, so, you know, you were talking about him cross-dressing. Well... I mean, if a guy guy was well known for being a drag queen in in that time, you know what what does that mean? Were they were were people back then shocked by cross dressers and and um, gay people? I think it certainly isn't as well uh, well accepted as it is today and that's even saying something because it's not accepted today people are still kicking on drag queens they're not doing a goddamn thing to you leave them alone there's laws in um florida against drag shows and drag queens that's because florida just needs to fall off well you know the the financial business came out for um disneyland Disney World. World. Disney World um, this last week and it talked about the amount of money it has made for Florida <laughs> and the amount of people it has uh, has working there for Florida. Right. Um, so uh, what what do you say? What do you say, Ted? What what that's your biggest industry. Ted, his name's Ron. That guy's name is Ron. Ted Cruz? He cruises in uh, Texas. Oh, my gosh. You're right. He's another dummy. Don't they kind of look alike? Not really. They're doofy. They're, so, they're both stupid looking. Uh, no, but you're talking about Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, I got all my jerks in, in line, don't I? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, what do, you, what do you say? I mean, what other industry in, in your state makes that kind of money right so you know justin's uncle works for the mouse oh cool yes um in on the wiki it says that um bunny's occupation is drag queen oh 
So, you know. Hey, at that time, go for it. I Yeah, why not? I mean, I don't, I don't care what kind of clothes you wear. Those drag queens look better than I do. I know, and, and that always makes me sick. <laughs> I, I'm always so mad about that. But, I mean, the fact that they exist, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know. You want to read to kids in full drag? Go right ahead. You know who doesn't want to spend time with children? Me. Okay. Ouch. So if you, if you want to spend time enriching the lives of children, you go for it. Yeah, wear whatever the fuck you want that covers up your bathing suit parts. Yep, that's a that's pretty much it. That's I all. Mean, that's all I require. I mean, that's pretty much all I require for you just existing in the world. Just cover up your bathing suit parts and leave me alone. Yeah, well, uh, on the other hand, I mean, who really cares? I mean, uh, I've seen plenty of naked people, and they kind of all are the same. Disgusting. Don't you think naked people are disgusting at, at, at your age? <laughs> I've seen plenty of boobs. I've seen plenty of dicks. That's all that, you know. I don't want to hear about that, that saying. first of all. Oh, I, I'm talking in general. You you watch movies. Come on. Don't tell me you haven't seen plenty on TV. They're all just, you know, whatever. They're all, you know, once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know. But goddamn, why do they always have better clothes than I have? I don't know. Oh, we made a TikTok today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's ridiculous because I don't know if you know this about us, but we are ridiculous. We are are very. Uh, So far, it has 724 views. Wow. We've been recording for an hour. Uh so it's been up for an hour. <laughs> I wanna see. I, I can't imagine why people want to see us ridiculousness. I don't know. But they do. And thanks for thank, thanks for looking at us because we're idiots. I know, and we love doing it so much. <laughs> I was thinking last night, oh, we gotta have some kind of a plan. I didn't have any plan. There, there was nothing to plan. Well, I made the spaceship, and I was just like, well, you know, we'll use that as a prop, and I don't know, just be silly about it. Yeah, and I brought a stick in, and she didn't know why. Yeah, I thought there was something specific about that stick, but she said it was just to hold just up to, the... Just to hold the spaceship. And I was just like, I've got an arm for that. Stick was better. The stick was better. The stick was way too long. It was way too long. It was about five feet tall. I mean, four, four, maybe four foot tall. And, and oh, it kept I mean, hitting the ceiling. And also, I, I did make a rather large Santa Claus string. That's okay. Because um, I didn't, you know, I didn't know. Right. But uh, we made it work. and We had fun with it. Scared the hell out of Tallulah. She didn't like it. It, no, she did. She did like the floss. Yeah, she did like the floss. Well, it was mint flavored. I'm sure she enjoyed that. Oh, <laughs> okay. It, that was the only floss I could find that was uh, under five dollars. Okay. I, who knew that floss was so expensive? Justin uses the little, the little, stick. the little sticky things. Oh, oh, well, honey. Everything is expensive anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Here we got Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas. And I'm thinking, 
how are people going to feed their families? I don't they know. They keep saying a, a meal for 10 is going to cost $60. When was the last time we had a meal for our family that cost $60? Today. So, uh, we had eggs and sausage and it cost you $60? The only thing extra I bought, I bought four cans of... um. Dry shampoo because I was completely out of. Oh dry well, shampoo. that that so that's twenty five bucks. But I, I spent. Yeah. I I bought dry shampoo, dental floss, and breakfast, and it was sixty three dollars. Yeah, leaving the grocery I, store yesterday. I can't even imagine a dinner, a turkey dinner for ten being sixty dollars. God no. I spent. I probably spent close to two hundred dollars making Mexican for our family dinner in September. Yeah. I what? Yeah, I can't even imagine. I I don't know. And all the people at the grocery store, there were so many people just clamoring where I needed to be, and it was just like pick up what you need and get the fuck out of the way. Why why are we hanging out here? Like I had to shop on the outside ring because people were like in the aisle, like clogging up the aisle. I don't understand why people have to. Park their cart in front of shit to look at. I don't know. You're not the only one in this goddamn store. I parked my cart like way down by the milk and ran back to the biscuits and butter. Park over there by that display and then come into the meat section. Yeah, it was just like get out. Buy off of that display, but everybody's buying off the meat section. I'm gonna start taking shit out of people's carts that I want. Oh well, now isn't that a good idea? Get out of the way. If you don't want me shopping out of your cart, get out of the way so I can shop off the store shelf. I know. I don't. Well, you know, that might be the la- very last one. And you the fuck can't have it. I need it. I will fight somebody in the grocery store. I am to the point in my life where I will fist fight you in the grocery store. Try me. Oh, my God. I know it. And, and I try to buy stuff out of the, you know, they always have those display cases in the middle box. By the meat. Oh, the coffins. Yeah, the coffins. That's right. That's what they're... I couldn't remember that. Yeah. The coffins. I got butter out of there the other day. They had it on sale. Yeah. That's why I wanted to buy butter. Yeah. It was... uh, Last week, it was two for five. And anytime butter is under $5, I buy it. Yeah. And keep it in my freezer. But I, I try to buy stuff out of those coffins so I don't have to go over to the regular sections but oh they don't always have the right cheese in those coffins right <laughs> right they always have sharp cheddar and i don't want sharp cheddar i, I want colby yeah i guess you know i often buy sharp cheddar because i'm not going over there and searching for the colby <laughs> because there's three little old ladies with their carts in it you know clogging it up yeah Oh, well. And normally, because, you know, I have time, I will just stand there and stare at you. I will just stand and stare. Yeah. Yeah. I. Oh, I do you want to get in here? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I've I, only been here for 10 minutes. I'd like a pound of butter, please. Yeah. Thank you for blocking four doors. Yeah. Yeah. With your bullshit. Hope you have a great day. Yeah. Be blessed. Don't make me laugh and I'll start coughing. <laughs>
Oh my God. Yeah. The stores are horrible. Uh, I mean, $60 turkey dinner. I, yeah, I can't even imagine what you're going to eat for $60. You're going to get like you know, store brand green beans, a can of green beans, uh, 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 the cranberry, the, the jelly in a, in, a, in a can. Don't talk about that. I bought four at the grocery store the other day. I love that shit. <laughs> I put one in the fridge because I'm going to have chicken thighs for dinner tonight. And I'm going to have my cranberry jelly. Nice. Hey, not mad at it. I don't like to chew cranberries. Oh, no, no, no. I don't get the cranberries. No, I don't either. No, I love the jelly. Oh, okay. I don't like to chew the cranberry stuff. The skins are always so tough on a cranberry. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't. That's it. You're right. That's why I don't like them. Yeah. The skins are always so tough. Right. Why do old people like it then? I don't. I think they just need like that. They think the texture is extra fiber or something. Oh my God. No, stuff like that just goes right through. Ugh. That comes out like corn. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even a loaf of bread costs $5. How, how can you have? I don't know. I don't know. We probably should stop talking about it because, you know. I didn't look at, at the turkeys. I didn't even look. Everybody has had tur- turkeys this year are uh, cheap because the bird flu that we had last year and the year before. Okay. Um, has, has subsided. And there's a glut of turkeys. You can get a turkey for 59 cents a pound. Really? Yeah. Well, why are my eggs still $5 a dozen? That I don't understand. Okay. That I don't understand. And then I buy the, you know, the cage-free ones. So they're $6 yeah, and a half dozen. Yeah. So. I buy these store brand cage-free ones. So they're like $5. And I like them just as. They're as, fine. I dropped that, one on the floor today. I was pissed. Oh, my God. I was just like, there's $75 right there. Oh, no. I only have three in my cart, and I could have brought you a replacement. No, it's fine. Well, I I bought. I knew that I had some eggs. Yeah. Yes, but, but I bought a carton. Just you know. I yeah. That's what I'm. I'm going to buy eggs at the grocery today because I know I only have two or three in my carton. Right. And I eat a lot of eggs. I you know. Yeah, we eat breakfast a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I have. I made went home and made hard boiled the other day. Like oh, I told nice. you, I was gonna. Uh huh. And they've been delicious. Oh, good. So. Um, Love a hard-boiled egg. I, I do, too. I, I put it on a piece of lettuce, and it just is delicious. Why is it so good like that? I don't know. I, I don't know. Because it's so simple. Yeah. Because it's, you know, how could something this simple taste this good? I, I don't uh, know. A little salt and pepper. Delicious. Yeah. Oh, my. What were we talking about? Watch Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we like to eat. We we you we've said this before. We enjoy our food. Yeah. Um, and food is family to us. And you know, we eat breakfast a lot for dinner, and it's good. It's good. It it's one of those easy those easy to make meals that you can just throw to you can throw together a, a bomb meal. I cooked. I was in the kitchen for like less than half an hour yeah. this morning. Yeah. And you went way out. You you went above and beyond anything I expected. Yeah. You know, I would have been happy with a tube of biscuits and a, a scrambled egg. Uh, you know, that would have been plenty. 
Oh, no. But then to add extra stuff, OMG, it was delicious. The sausage gravy was a, a, a clinch decision. I was cooking, I was cooking, I was cooking, and I was just like, I'm going to make some of that gravy, and I'm going to doctor it up today. Because we bought, at the grocery store, they had this like box, this two-pound box of gravy. And uh, it, it's in like four different packets, and okay. you just boil them on the, on the stove, and... It was fine. It was fine without any doctoring, but um, it was much better with a little bit of doctoring. And mom, mom was just like, "Ah, oh, it's not great," but with sausage, it was much better. And then I added a bite of sausage to it. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's what it needed. It just needed to be poured over the sausage, not the biscuit. Right? Yeah, delicious. Well, the, I was kind of hoping to use a little bit. I was kind of hoping to have. Um, a little more fat in the sausage and get a little mm. get a little juice, but uh, there was not a lot of fat in this oh. sausage because there's a lot of a lot of burnt crispies. Yeah, okay. So I didn't want to put the burnt well, crispies into the. You know what? Stuff. I often find that the Kroger sausage that they have on the shelf next to the Bob Evans and the Jimmy Dean uh-huh. is much better. And the Bob Evans or the Jimmy Dean. Right. It's less, it, like you said, it's less fatty. Yeah. And it's got less artificial stuff in it. Right. I I always buy the Kroger sausage. Yeah. And I um, I got the maple flavored because I'm a little kid. I like that. Oh, my God. It was delicious. <laughs> I don't often buy that, but I'm going to start. Yeah. Because it was so good. So good. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have a daughter that cooks. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore, I, I just cook to survive, I think. Yeah. Made a pizza yesterday and had it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it was okay. Sure. Could have had something else for dinner. Yeah. It was cold, but I put my big old olives on it, my uh, garlic stuffed olives. and. Dang. Green pepper and onion, and ugh, it was delicious. Nice. It was delicious. Yeah, pizza. I love pizza. I cook most nights. Yes, I know you do. I had dinner here one night this week, too, and it was yeah. delicious. Interestingly delicious. Yeah. I liked it. Made um, barbecue chicken sandwiches. But they were juiced up. Yeah. They were delicious. Because Justin is his all of his tomato based sauces are, are just too sweet for him anymore and I I don't know what to do with it. Because I'm like, this tastes fine. Yeah, it tastes fine. I mean it tastes like it's always tasted. Because um they've put sugar in tomato for a million years because it's cut the acid. Yeah. You know, I mean you you could make sauce. You could you could do that. It wouldn't take much longer than opening a jar. No. So he wanted me to doctor up barbecue sauce. So I had to figure out how to barbecue how to doctor up barbecue sauce. That's on the tough. Floor. I mean, barbecue sauce in itself is sweet. Yeah. I I don't think you could even make barbecue shop barbecue sauce without sweet. You know, it's a, I wouldn't think so. It's a ketchup base. Yeah. And all ketchup is is tomato and sugar. Right. 
Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. His taste buds are changing. What's going on? Oh, just driving me bananas. That's just what I think just what it is. Make your life difficult. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we eat a, we're a family that eats a lot of tomato stuff. Yeah. A lot of the food that we eat has tomato in it. So it's tough. And when you go to the grocery store, I, I don't make sauce much anymore. No. I buy sauce. But yeah. I always look on the bottle to see which one has the least amount of sugar in it. Some of them have up to six, whatever the serving, the, the thing is, grams. You know, I try to look for the one that has two or three in it. Yeah. Well, they took, they don't sell the stuff that I like anymore. Oh, no. So that sucks. Ugh. And you're going to just have to go to the grocery store and look at every jar. But I'm not willing to eat spaghetti every week like he is. Yeah. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> but I make a lot of stuff that's not spaghetti. I do pasta. I have a pasta thing that I make with. Yeah, I've made pasta bake too. It tastes like sauce. spaghetti. Well, a noodle is a noodle, no matter what shape it is in. Right. So I guess I guess I get what you're saying. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I don't know. I love to put a jar of salsa over my chicken. That's delicious to cook. Um, but there again, is is the salsa too sweet? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Drives me crazy. I know. But that's okay. Yep. That's what he gets paid for. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but overall, I think this movie was awful. Movie in, in, in a... Awful. At an hour and 46 minutes long, it was fucking long. It, it was. It, we were both playing on our phones. And fidgeting, and I was looking at my broken toenail, and, yeah. you know, and, oh, there's my pen. <laughs> it, it was, this, we've seen, I've seen some pretty rough movies here. Yeah. This was the roughest. Really? Yeah, I think so. And this movie is, has no blood. No, nope. it, it had a little bit when the guy got punched in the face. Yeah, he had a little streak down his a little chin. Yeah, yeah, but no blood, no, no real violence. Nope, nope. But I don't think it had a real plot, or it had a real, real. Don't know what it was. I think it had a message, a you know, a real heavy anti-war message, right? But it was awful, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> and I've hardly ever said that about a movie. Right. I, no, I don't think you have. I would definitely not look at this again. I would not look at this again. I turned this on the other day just to make sure that it played. Uh-huh. And I I turned it on and I like immediately started doing like five other things. I completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you where I turned it off at, but I know it was playing. Okay. But, yeah, I immediately started doing other things, because I was just like, oh, this movie is terrible. I always, try, I always try to pay attention. Even when I don't really like the movie, I try to pay attention to it. I couldn't. Today I had my phone out, and I was looking at my papers, and <laughs> oh. Yeah. It was it was difficult. This was a rut, because it's a slog. Yeah. Yeah. It was difficult. 
But you know what? Now I can say I've seen it. Yeah, now you can say you've seen an Ed Wood movie. Yeah. And you don't have to watch The Girl on Lover's Lane. That's an uh, that's another movie that just drags on. Oh, no. None. And, on. and it oh. doesn't seem to go anywhere. Is is that a, also a horror movie? No. Because this is kind of considered a horror movie. That's a, it's like a, like a film noir, like a crime drama. Oh. Well. It's terrible. Okay. It's not good. Is, was that what, basically what um, Edward Jr. is known for? Just making shitty movies? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why people love him? Yes. Okay. I'm all I, right with that. Because there, there is, I mean, you have to appreciate. That he put so much into his to his craft, to his art. Yeah. Just the fact that he thought this was his tippy top movie he's ever made. Yeah. I he believes in himself. Yeah. And there is nothing wrong with that. And to have that kind of confidence uh, who's who's telling what I could do with that much confidence? Yeah. You know? What what would have happened if he had had a budget? Right. You know, I mean, if he if he had a million dollars at his disposal, what could he have done? Right. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Made an even longer, worse movie. <laughs> Just because it's three and a half hours long doesn't mean it's good. Oh, Scorsese. No, no, you're right. That, I that There's a movie now out. I think it's a Martin Scorsese. Yeah, the Indian one, the Killers of the Flower Moon. Yes, yeah, that would get pissed. I would love to learn about that movie theaters. Movie movie theaters are putting bathroom breaks into it, and he and he's all pissed off that it's a four hour fucking movie. I can't sit there for you. Can't give me a large soda and a large tub of popcorn and expect me to sit in one place for four hours. I have a small child's bladder. <laughs> Plus, I wouldn't go there for. I'm not investing four hours in you, especially not into Leonardo DiCaprio. I can't look at his squinty mm-hmm. little eyes for four hours. Who thinks he's good looking? I don't know. Oh my, but no, I'm. Not, I'll get the damn book and read it. Yeah, I, I don't. Four hour move. What? We don't have time for that. I do not have time. I've got all the time in the world. I do not have time for that. I'm going to have to see that movie. I'd have to take a day off of work. Yes. Because I couldn't put my 10-hour day in and then go to the movie. No. Ugh. I don't. How did we get on that subject? Four-hour movie. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, please. Yeah, take a bath and call me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't no, no, don't call me. <laughs> He's one of those water conservationists. Oh, so God. you know he takes a shower once a week, whether know, he needs it or not. Three minutes, only three minutes of water time. Uh, yeah, water I, conservation. You know, I I often say, oh, they look like they smell funny. He does. He does look like he smells funny for real. Him and Donald Trump look like they smell funny. Donald Trump looks like he smells like diaper, like old man diaper. Oh, yeah. That would probably be what he smells like. You know? Yep. And Mm -hmm. and whatever powder hair color he uses. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. 
And spray tan, whatever that spray tan smells like. I'm sure it's not good. No, it's I've not never good. had a spray tan. I had a spray tan stocking. It doesn't smell good and it doesn't look good. Oof. Anyway, what are we going to do next? Oh boy, I don't know. Uh, we're, we're, December is five minutes from now. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, we've almost missed November. Yeah. So, I don't know, Christmas movie, some kind of Christmas movie. Okay. All right. You got an idea or do you just want to we'll see what we got? Oh, look, there's a there's a Christmas movie dashing through the snow. It's got a little Chris in it. He's got a uh, Santa hat on. It's got to be good. Luda's not wearing a Santa hat. Well, I don't know that that, that guy there is wearing a Santa hat. I think that's a little rel. OK. Why would they be making a Disney movie? Hey, Disney's where the money is. Oh, okay. Plus, Disney needs to Disney needs to recoup some of the the money they lost on the Marvels. I don't know why they thought they could mass market Brie Larson. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> they made her Captain Marvel, and 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 the MCU is is been a shit ever since. Oh well, Captain Marvel's a man. Not now. He should be. Well, he's not now. Okay. Oh, well. What do you know? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll find something good. Or bad. Yeah, we'll, we'll find something. And we'll we'll keep you posted on Facebook. Yeah, and I'll put those pictures on Facebook of our, um, of that, um, spaceship. model. That yeah. spaceship model. You can buy them on, uh, eBay. Yeah. You can do side-by-side comparisons with my sweet tinfoil paper plates absolutely you can spend five hundred dollars for one of those original models or you could make your own like ours or you can spend one that costs the equivalent of 35 cents maybe you think <laughs> well you got a lot you got a lot of uh uh dental floss on there i bet you it's more than 35 cents <laughs> no uh i did use <laughs> staples too I found a stapler in my utility drawer. Nice. So I stapled the plates together because I was like, how am I going to get these shits together? You could have just put a couple piece of tape around it. Okay. So I stapled them. Well, I think it's magnificent. Yeah, I think it was pretty cool. I think we should we should sell it on eBay. Maybe. I bet you could get $29.99 off of that. Maybe. Yeah. It's that's worth the price of the, the dental floss alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my good heavens, Ness. Okay. I have noticed. Have you been listening to the podcast? Not. I did not listen to the last one that was posted. No. Okay. I have noticed with the new um, audio interface that when we laugh, it doesn't really come through. It sometimes sounds like we're um like we're on a phone and we're falling down a, st- a flight of steps. I'm going home and listening to that immediately. <laughs> oh my goodness! Sometimes it's real clear that we're both laughing, and then sometimes it's like <laughs> like I'm having a coughing fit. Yeah, <laughs> falling down the steps. Yeah, like you've got your phone and you're just like. <laughs> And I can only hang on to the phone. I can't hang on to my footing. Yeah. <laughs> no rail, just phone. Okay. Okay. What's 
I did not listen to the last one. How could? And you only did the other one recently. I just posted just today. Army of Darkness this morning. Okay, I'll listen to both of them then. So, yeah. And I don't remember the one before that. So that we watched. We watched Psycho Two, Halloween Two, and then Army of Darkness. Yeah, I Those don't. Were the last I, listen, three. I remember listening to Psycho Two, but I don't remember anything about it. So <laughs> that's all right. I don't expect you to retain too much. Oh my God, I can barely retain anything. Are you kidding? Jeez, I keep the, they keep talking about dementia. Dementia is a big thing right now on, on the news. There's some kind of a medication. That, anyway, I'm thinking, do I have dementia? <laughs> well, I don't remember. Did I eat breakfast? Deborah, Did I take my pills? Deborah was reading me the news the other morning, and uh, she said, "Oh, there's a they're finding uh, a miracle cure for dementia," uh, and she's just like, "Oh, it's strawberries." And she Deborah is allergic to strawberries. She has anaphylactic shock. Oh my god! From strawberry. And oh my god! And she, I was just like, "Well, you're fucked." And she's just like, "I can't remember anything." <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. Oh no. You'd be allergic to strawberries. Wow. Yeah. Like she can't even eat strawberry candy. Wow. Like strawberry flavor stuff. Because it bothers her. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Well, I mean, people are allergic to weird stuff anymore. Yeah. I mean, crazy stuff. Morphine. Makes my face itch. Makes everybody like I don't know how you how you be a morphine addict. You, because, just the itching. Just I itch right now thinking just, about yeah. it. My scalp because itches. Morphine's been around for Billion many, years. many, many years, and people have been addicted to that for a long time. Oh, I don't know. After I got out of the hospital, I itched for probably a month after that. Oh, God. My face itched and my neck itched. I couldn't get the itching to stop. Oh, my I can't God. even imagine how people can do that. No. I don't know. Don't know. Oof. Well, I guess if you keep doing it, the itching doesn't start. Are you kidding? My itching started as soon as I got the shot. Or maybe you feel so good you don't notice that it itches. Yeah. And I was in too much pain that I didn't. Yeah. The itching came out over the pain, though. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. Because hmm. that's usually a withdrawal thing, the itching. Oh. Oh, no. My itching started immediately. Immediately. Oh, then you're just allergic to it. Yeah, I got them to put that on my my notes so they don't give it to me if I have to go to the hospital again. Yeah, that was a, that was a complete waste of time. That yes. was a waste of drugs. And that money and it cost ninety dollars for somebody to give that injection to me. Yeah, yeah. I've been getting hospital bills, so I know I see stuff like that. You charge you don't pay that nurse, but twenty dollars an hour. And you charge me $90 for her to stick a needle in my arm? Wow, that doesn't seem fair. No. Not at all. No. Anyway. Yeah. I'm with you, nurses. You do need to be paid more. Oh, 100%. I'm not, I'm not a good patient, so I know you need to get more money. 
anyway. Yeah, and I'm not doing that job, so you need to get paid. Oh, <laughs> my mother would have given her eye teeth for me to be a nurse. That's what she wanted me to be. I'm thinking, oh, I can't stand to be around sick people. Oof. I can't stand to be around me when I'm yeah. sick. Yeah, why didn't she become a nurse with all her free time? Oh, no. No. She was a stay-at-home mom. You know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Very little sympathy for that. Yes. All right. All right. Well, I think we, we did this movie good. I think so. I think we talked a lot about it. Yes. I, I it, it, Ed Wood Jr.'s kind of a sad situation. I mean, he turned to drink early on and it overtook his life. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it really. As it's wont to do. Yeah. Yeah. There were times when he had his, his money sent from the studios to the liquor store. Oh, my God, really? So that he could just go. He had been mugged or something. So he decided he'd just have the the studio send the money to the liquor store. So he could just go get what he wanted and not have to carry money. Huh. You know, and that's kind of sad. Yeah. That's kind of sad that that's what you think about before you you do anything. So, eh. Yeah. Too bad. He seemed to be a pretty genius type of guy, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. He just didn't have anybody behind him. No, I think that giving was... Giving him money. Right, right. If he had had money, I think that he could have powered out some pretty interesting things. Yeah. Yep. That's what I learned in my studies. Maybe just not if he had written them himself. Well, yeah, me. <laughs> he was rather avant-garde. Sure. Is yeah. that what this was? Avant-garde? Yeah. Is that why I don't like it? Yeah, probably. I don't have time for that at bullshit. Least, at least we say so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my love. All right, well, we've had a good time. Yes, we have. And we'll be back with our real 50th episode. Yay. <laughs> at, at some point between now and New Year's. Absolutely. <laughs> so we'll see you when we see you. Alrighty, bye. Bye.